Mary Lisa and Surrey. What a fun song. I've never heard that before. What a good one. That's what I hear. Good one. Hi. I'm Reverend Debbie McDonald. It's my joy to be with you today, to share this beautiful Sunday with you, knowing the sun comes out and we have a fabulous uh, weather for our picnic. Um, I see some new faces. Welcome, welcome. If it's your first time here, please know that uh, we are so, so glad that you're here. We have visitor packages, which you can pick up on the glass table as you come through the door. There's a CD of our basic beliefs, a Science of Mind magazine, some literature about who we are. So pick one up and uh, learn a little bit more about us. And join us for the picnic today. We'd love to get to know you a little bit better. We honor all paths to God. So wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you're welcome here. You're welcome here. You're in the right place. So, we have been doing all year long, a hundred years of science of mind. And each month we have a new theme. And for the month of July, our theme is revealing wholeness. And so, it's our fifth Sunday of July. It's the last, uh, last day for this monthly theme. And today, perfect song that Mary Lee sang for us. My talk title is A Spiritual Broadcasting Station a spiritual broadcasting station. So what would you say if I told you you were a spiritual broadcasting station? That uh, you are constantly receiving messages and you are constantly sending out messages, even when you sleep, even when you sleep. So what vibes are you sending out into the world, right? What are you vibrating at? What kind of vibration are you sending out into the world? You know, I'm sure all of us have had that experience of walking into a room and you can feel like the tension, like something went on before you walked into that room, right? You can feel it and you can sense it. There was a certain vibe going on. And you can also feel when you walk into a room and there's joy and there's happiness and there's, you know, you've walked into that vibration. You know, our pets are very aware you know, our dogs and our cats and our, our little critters that live with us, they're very aware of a vibration that's happening in a room, aren't they? You know, have you sad your little puppy or your kitty will come up and cuddle with you, right? They know that that's going on. You know, so they can feel these vibrations. We can feel the vibrations. Our thoughts, feelings, and emotions, our faith and fears tend to make an imprint on our environment. You know, are you a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person? You know, how do you see the world? Remember that old Bing Crosby song talking about old songs? Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between. I'd sing it for you, but that, that's probably not a good thing. Mary Lee would be better off singing it for us. You know, so we are sending out vibrations 24-7. We are creating constantly, and that's one of the premises of science of mind, isn't it? By our thought, we are creating. What we think is what we create in the world. So, and we don't get a choice about creating. You see, we're creating always whether we are purposely or, or, or by default creating. We are creating our day. You know, whether we choose to stay in bed and pull the covers up over our head and create a day where we stay in bed with the covers over our head, that's what we've created. That's what we've created. We can never not be creating. So we're always creating by design or default. Right? And I'm going to encourage you to create by design because then you're creating the life you want. Right? You're not just creating 
whatever shows up, right? So how do we do that? You know, how do we do that? Well, we do that by the vibrations that we're sending out into the world and by that which we are allowing ourselves to receive. We are creating the life of our dreams. We're creating the life that we would love, you know? So what are you receiving? And what are you receiving? Are you tuned into CNN, constantly negative news, right? <laughs> Or are you tuned into something that's a little more upbeat, something that's a little, a little more happy? Are you watching dark dramas or are you watching comedies? You know, what are you receiving into your world? You know, do you need to change your frequency? Do you need to change the dial perhaps to something else? Ernest Holmes writes in today's essay, and all of this year's essays are coming from Living in the Science of Mind book, and so today's essay, he says, in doing this, we must make up our minds that we are not going to receive the criticism or the negative state or the animosity of anyone. So we're not going to receive that. We're not going to take that in. You know, my spiritual teacher used to say you have to be like Teflon. You have to just be like Teflon and just allow that to like fall right off of you or be like a duck, you know, and you just allow it to roll off your back. That we don't allow that negativity in. You know, Ernest O. Holmes also reminds us that we need to stay flexible. He talks about being flexible, and he says, if a tree did not bend with the wind, it would break, right? If someone throws a brick at us, we need not catch it, he says. It is far better to step aside. When we catch the bricks that are thrown at us, it is generally only for the purpose to throw it back. And the next thing we know, the air is full of bricks, right? So how do we raise our vibration, or how do we change our channel? How do we go about doing that? You know, if we had our television, we would just hit our remote control, right, and we'd change the channel, we'd change the frequency, right? It's not quite so easy for us, for our thinking in the world, to change, but we can. There's some really simple tools that we can use. Prayer. Prayer changes our frequency when we stop and we pray. Meditation, when we sit in that two minutes of silence. Do you feel it? Like you're kind of like, ah, oh, plugged in, right? Play, love, giving, receiving, being with friends and family, all those things that sort of open you up to a new vibration. You know, some of you probably know the story of Norman Cousins. He, was a, uh, he was, wrote The Anatomy of an Illness. You know, when his... Uh, theory was that laughter would heal us, right? And he proved it in his own life. He was diagnosed with a, uh, a disease that uh, was a degenerative disease that the doctors gave him only a few months to live. Well, he did not accept that diagnosis for himself. He had just gotten back from a very stressful trip to Russia, and he figured if the stress had caused his illness because he wasn't sick before he went to Russia, then the emotions could also heal him. So he checked himself out of the hospital with his doctor's permission and he moved in across the street into a hotel where he proceeded to take large quantities of vitamin C. Why vitamin C? I don't know. But the other thing that he did is he would listen to things that made him laugh. He said a good belly laugh. He listened to Candid Camera, old reruns of Candid Camera, and uh, all the f funny movies he could find to listen to that made him laugh. And he said a good 10-minute belly laugh would give him two hours of painless sleep. And up until then, he wasn't able to sleep without pain because of the disease. And then he would wake up and he would watch some more funny things and he would have a good belly laugh and he would go back to sleep again. And he proceeded to do this. And within six months, he was walking again. 
Within two years, he was back at work and had resumed his normal life. He continued to leave, live another 26 years, right? So what's that vibration that you're sending out? What's that vibration that you're bringing into your life? I love this. Michelle Ingalls, Reverend Michelle Ingalls, wrote the outline for today's talk. And she has this little acronym for faith that I've never heard before. She says, mentally practice the base, best case scenario, faith. Feel as if the thing has happened. Feel as if the thing has happened. Let go of the worst case scenario story, she says. Watch where you're putting your attention. You know, there's a story of a professor who uh, passed out an exam to his class. His class came in one day, and, and he surprised them with a surprise test. And he handed out the papers, as he always did, face down on the desk, and then he told them to flip them over. And when the students flipped over the paper, it was a white sheet of paper with a black dot in the middle. And he asked them all to write what they saw to write a description of what they saw. So they all sat down, and they busily wrote what they saw. And when he collected all the papers at the end, he read them out loud. And without fail, every single one of the students wrote about the black dot. Not one of them wrote about the white paper and everything else that was there. They focused solely on the dark spot, right? How often do we do that in our life, that we just focus on what's dark? We don't take into account all the wonderful, positive, wonderful things that are happening in our life. We're focusing on the lack or the limitation or the illness or whatever that is. And forgetting that there's so much more. That there's so much more to look at, to be part of. You know, uh, Reverend Megan read uh, in her uh, reading today, she mentioned the movie The Secret. You know, and the movie The Secret came out and it was a big... Uh, awakening for the New Thought movement. It really brought people into the New Thought, thinking that maybe had never heard of it before. But it also got a lot of flack because it made it seem very simple to create a million dollars, right? All you do is think it and you've got it, right? It left out a lot of important pieces about the law of attraction. Mary Morrissey says uh, this about the law of attraction. She says, your mind works according to the patterns and thoughts you give it, which create a vibration. Since you choose every thought you think, you choose what vibration you are in, and that determines their results. So what we say is we say the law of attraction is a secondary law to the law of vibration. The primary law is the law of vibration. We need to start vibrating in that mode that we want to create, right? And then we have a couple other components. We have desire and expectation. Desire is what you would call sort of the positive end of the polarity, and expectation is the negative. So we set up that magnetic force through desire and expectation, and we start to begin to vibrate vibrating, and that's what we want to create. Uh, a good way to think about it is a fisherman. A fisherman's out fishing, right? And he casts out his rod, and he hooks a fish, right? That's the desire. He has the desire to catch the fish. But he has to reel it in. That's the expectation. He's calling it to himself, right? And as we get in line with that which we desire, that thing which we desire moves closer to us. You know, Dr. Michael Beckworth, he tells a story of, uh, oh, early on when he had started the Agape Spiritual Center, he would notice as he was going to work each day, a homeless man on the corner. And he would wonder, what is it that would cause someone to be homeless? 
you know, and he did this for several weeks. He'd see this homeless man, and he really was thinking, what is it that would cause somebody to get to that place where they were homeless, right? And then he got a letter in the mail from the IRS that wanted a whole, whole bunch of money, right? And then he got a notice for his home that he owed a whole bunch of back taxes. And then he had some repairs that were needed on his home. And you know what? Something clicked in him. Wow, I've been spending a lot of energy thinking about what it was that would make a person be homeless. And I'm seeing here how quickly I could be homeless. So he quickly switched his thinking. He blessed the man that he saw, recognized that he knew how it was that somebody could become homeless, but he no longer focused on that. He no longer focused on, oh, what would it take to be homeless? So um, this is another Ernest Holmes quote. If you're surrounded by people who have resentment and animosity, but you have none, you will not tune in. Their vibration bypasses you, and their antagonism does not arouse an equal antagonism in you because you are not broadcasting the same mental wavelength. See, so only if you're a match to that thing does it come into your life, like Dr. Michael was a match to what would it look like to be homeless, right? So again, what are we thinking? What are we vibrating at? Our emotions, our feelings, our thoughts, they all create that vibration in us. If you're sending out happy, positive, loving thoughts, that is what you're attracting. On the other hand, if you're sending out thoughts of fear and failure, that is what you're attracting. Ernest Holmes uses the example or the little things that we know, birds of a feather flock together, right? That we tend to magnate, mag, you know, get, be attracted to those people that are like us. Birds of a feather flock together, or he said, birds come home to roost. But he says, we can build our own roost. We can even change the color of our feathers, right? So again, just because our past was a certain way doesn't mean we are destined for that. We can change. Change your thinking, change your life. Change your thinking, change your life. Change your vibration, change your life. Right? What are you sending out? What signals are you sending out? What signals are you receiving? We must learn to get our own broadcasting station in order. Right? To be aware. We must retune our own receiving set, Ernest says. We are all spiritual and mental broadcasting stations. There is a silent force flowing from us in every direction at all times. We must write our own programs and deliver it ourselves. We must write our own programs and deliver it ourselves. So what are we sending out into the world? What is it, the, the habitual thoughts that we're thinking? Those are the ones that we tend to create. You know, luckily, a one-time thought doesn't create what it is that we thought one time. Right? It's those thoughts that we are habitually creating, that vibration that we are mostly at. You know, are we living a life of joy? Some of you were here on Wednesday night where we had Dr. Christian Sorensen, and his mantra for life is joy. And don't you see it when you see him? He is a man that is full of joy, and that's just what he is, Right? We had to do an exercise at a Silomar, uh, one of the exercises in one of the workshops, where we had to tell our partner why their idea wasn't so good. 
right? And then we got to go back and tell him why it was good. But I was paired with Dr. Christian, and I knew the man would not be able to come up with one negative idea. You know, and he really couldn't. He really couldn't. You know, I was telling him my dream and my vision, and he's like, yeah, that's great. That's good. I'm like, no, that's not the exercise, you know. But can you be in that place where all that you think is positive, where all that you think is expansive, where all that you think is attracting that better, greater life to you, a bigger, greater, more wonderful life? Spirit is always wanting to express in a larger way through you. That is what that desire is. It's moving through you. Spirits want to experience life through you. Today at the picnic, right? God will be having a good old time through you. Through you. Yeah. Ernest has a beautiful meditation in today's uh, uh, essay. He ends it with this, and I will end it with this as well today. He says... Today, I am keeping careful watch that I think and speak only those things that I wish broadcast from my mind and return to me. I desire that everything I think shall be from the heart as well as from the head. I wish to broadcast kindness and love, sympathy and understanding, peace and joy. No condemnation, judgment, or fear shall go from me to anyone or anything. Tuning my mind into the divine, I draw into my own soul the essence of everything that is good, true, and beautiful. I draw into my own mind the realization of the divine presence and the power of good until my whole being responds. And this is all I wish to broadcast to the world. Something that will help and heal and bless. Something that will cause everyone I meet to feel a new strength, a new hope. Desiring to receive the divine blessing in my own life, I wish to broadcast it to the whole world. God bless you. This week, go out and broadcast your love. Blessings. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Mary Lee.